0: on cloud full location, data center industry, trends, and dynamic marketing. Well, I'm David Liggett with Data Center Hawk and I'm so excited to be joined by Miley Kaiser. Miley is Senior Vice President of Sales with CoreSight. Miley, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Uh, I, you know, I say this on most of these conversations we have with industry leaders, but this is one of my most favorite things that I get to do. Uh, in leading data center hawk is sit down and talk to people that are literally at the front edge of shaping this growing market Uh, and you have been doing it for a while now but just give everyone a brief overview of your background and how on earth you got into the data center industry.
1: Uh, Sure, thank you so much. Um, I've actually been in the technology and digital infrastructure, I would say sales uh, industry for about 24 years starting my career with Oracle Corporation right after graduating from Cal. I was there for about four years, um, actually selling outsourced DBA and support services. And I then kind of transitioned into a startup during the dot-com boom uh, called Sitesmith. And we were selling not just outsourced Oracle DBA support, but also the entire skill set of IT outsourced managed services. So it was a really easy transition for me to move over. Uh, The company was then bought by Metromedia Fiber Networks, which was a large optical fiber networking company. They also owned data centers and an IP backbone and really were trying to get through owning the entire OSI model, basically, every different layer of the stack. Uh, I transitioned to sales management at that point and then the company pretty much turned their focus exclusively on selling optical fiber networks and connectivity solutions. Um, With AboveNet, actually, they came out of bankruptcy as AboveNet, and at that point, um, I was responsible for building out their fiber backbone in Southern California and Phoenix, and then with actually a heavy focus on building fiber into every major studio and post-production company within the media and entertainment area. Um, After about nine years with AboveNet, I transitioned back to focusing exclusively on outsourced data center solutions and kind of been doing that for about 12 years now. Uh, I was with I.O. first, which is now Iron Mountain, and now with Coresight. And I've really enjoyed the opportunity to work with customers as they build on their data center strategy. It's a great journey supporting uh, customers from traditional enterprise to major carriers, digital technology companies, service providers, and public cloud companies. And I'm really proud of the huge growth CoreSite's achieved over the last several years. When I started with CoreSite in 2012, I think we had 12 data centers in our portfolio. (laughs) Most of them were carrier hotels. Um, And since then, we've built large, scalable, purpose-built campuses connecting those um, densely interconnected carrier hotels with large-scale capacity. And I think we've added over about 100 megawatts of new capacity just in the last two years.
0: So you mentioned how much... Coresight has grown over the last, you know, number of years. Uh, And, you know, one of the areas that Coresight has grown in is Los Angeles. And, and I wanted to take a quick second, you know, someone that has spent a lot of time in that market, uh, working with customers over a long period of time, just to the people that are watching, help them understand how has the Los Angeles market grown over the last several years? Like what are some of the characteristics and traits that we're seeing today in that area?
1: Yeah, the, the LA market has grown substantially in the last few years. Um, now, granted, it's not one of the largest data center markets in the country. Uh, it's actually seen as an edge market for customers that need to have their data sets in close proximity to their office or end users. Um, I would say for many years, the lower power cost markets like Phoenix, Phoenix and Vegas were the home of the larger compute environment. But over the last few years, we've seen a huge influx of digital technology innovations that have brought a rise to the need for edge compute. Um, Core sites had a long history in the LA market since 2001, consisting of the iconic One Wilshire building, we call LA One, and then also our LA Two data center, which is North uh, 900 North Alameda. Um, and we just expanded the campus, um, actually just recently, uh, to include LA3. So we actually have, I think, the largest data center campus in the city of Los Angeles that's centrally located downtown. It's got about 50 mega, over 50 megawatts and over 800,000 square feet and with one of the most developed, well-developed ecosystems in the world. Um, we see a huge amount of domestic and international carriers. I think there's over 375 between the two groups, um, over 110 cloud computing, storage, security and IT providers, and well over 300 digital content and enterprise customers. Um, as I mentioned before, a heavy concentration of media and entertainment in LA, as we know, uh, social networking sites, cloud services, online gaming, ad tech, and video streaming services. So it's um, it's pretty exciting uh, space to be. I think Coresight's LA data center campus is kind of the interconnection hub for businesses uh, looking to support their digital transformation, and um, it's a it's a great market. Mostly, but just because of uh, the you know the fact that it's on the west coast it's got it's kind of the gateway to international asia pacific um, it's uh, it's got a huge user population over ten million just in Los Angeles. and uh, I think that makes a a pretty big difference
0: yeah and it's very strategic I think one of the things that I think about when when customers or, or data center users you know have either large or, or small deployments in L.A. There's a very strategic reason. You mentioned a number of those things that are that drive demand in um, in that area. I, I love you know when you think about size portfolio specifically, and you mentioned the, the assets that are there. You know if you think about downtown, one Wilshire, the, the iconic um, you know Carrier Hotel, uh, you know one of the most connected buildings in the world. Yeah, uh, and and how that's changed over time. And then you think about you know, what you all have done there at, at the LA2 facility and now what you're building in the, the, you know, new LA3 facility. Talk about just some of those, like, changes and how they show the change in the way that data center development has taken place over the last five to ten years.
1: Well, you know, actually, that's a great point. Um, you know, we started with data centers, uh, especially for Coresight, as, uh, you know, kind of operating the carrier hotels in a market and really establishing ourselves as the interconnection hub for uh, for all of the different carriers and enterprise and service providers to come together and interconnect with each other. Uh, but you're limited inside of a carrier hotel to the amount of capacity that you can build. So over the last five you know, to eight years, we started building um, larger purpose-built data centers in a campus environment. So we would basically interconnect Um, Via diverse routes of dark fiber, LA is a great example of this, uh, so that we can actually connect LA1 to LA2, offering a virtual campus. So now, any company that's in LA1 can interconnect with any company that's in LA2, as if they're sitting in the same building. And that's really helped us to continue to grow that ecosystem, but also allow our customers to continue to grow and scale their footprint without having to look elsewhere. Um, I really love just, uh, you know, kind of the evolution of the data center. When you look at LA1, again, downtown Carrier Hotel. Uh, L.A. 2 is actually um, originally, the. it was built as the terminal annex for the U.S. post office. So it's a massive 450,000 square foot building. Uh, it's made with um, poured in place steel reinforced concrete, making it one of the most secure buildings in all of Los Angeles. It sits on the same high priority grid, um, utility grid, as the rest of a lot of the um la government buildings and and then you add in the parking lot of la2 a brand new beautifully designed i mean from an architecture purpose it's stunning new 160,000 square foot 18 megawatts of data center capacity so we've just expanded that that campus for companies that again are looking to have uh you know be close to their cloud providers, be close to their carriers, and have the ability to scale their footprint.
0: Yeah, it's really a, it's it's an interesting uh, look at how, as you mentioned, the market has matured over the last you know five to ten years, and um, and I'm always amazed at how the 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 sites have become much more efficient in design. Um, you know, which, you know, allows customers to be much more efficient in the way that they're deploying their IT infrastructure. But you also just mentioned the importance of, uh, of connectivity, interconnection. And, you know, at least from Data Center Hawk's perspective, as we, you know, see the, the data center uh, universe maturing, that Connectivity, conversation, and uh, importance level to companies out there has become so much more important. And so, to to your point, your ability to tie the campuses back together, um, you know, is is certainly right down the fairway for customers' needs today.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's uh, it's it's how we actually differentiate ourselves as well as the interconnection story, right? Um, Because as as we see increasingly, um, everything is real time. Um, latency is, you know, critical to your performance of your application and being able to interconnect and remove some of those obstacles when you're interconnecting your workloads is critical. And, uh, and that's really kind of, you know, why we're really trying to continue to grow that ecosystem, that ability to interconnect with anyone in your workflow, I think is just, is is a really important uh, aspect of what we provide.
0: Absolutely. You mentioned a couple of the industry vertical types that find the Los Angeles market to be attractive. I think you mentioned the media, um, you know, entertainment industry, and maybe some other uh, groups, but, but what are some of the other you know, key industry vertical companies that are, or types of companies that are, are growing in the LA area?
1: Yes. Uh, so historically, it's been a really great combination of, you know, obviously the, the large networks, including the MSOs, international subsea cables, a lot of content delivery networks, live streaming. Um, but we also have uh, just a, a large um, group of, of digital, I call them dil- digital content companies. So ad exchanges, gaming providers, media and entertainment, social media, um, and, uh, and then of course, public cloud has made a huge, um, impact just because there's such a huge, um, user population within Los Angeles, but also, um, a lot of, of large, uh, uh businesses that need connectivity to public cloud and, and creating their hybrid cloud stat- strategies. So public cloud has, has come in, in a big way. And then, um. And then obviously the, uh, the additional service providers, managed services and, and other IT service providers. So it's a really nice combination um, of your kind of traditional enterprise, but also a lot of digital enterprise. And, uh, and then obviously you've got your cloud and your networks bringing you know, that, that together.
0: I want you to get out your crystal ball for a minute and talk about <laughs> the future and, and uh, you know, trends that you think will impact the space. But I think also, I mean, you were talking to all different types of customers and you get to hear, I mean, real-time stories of organizations trying to understand how to make an IT infrastructure decision for today that will, you know, help them down the road. And so, um, I think your perspective is really interesting on this. So, so tell us what you think, uh, you know, based on the conversations, and also based on your expertise in the industry, I and mean, what do you think are the things that will impact this space moving forward?
1: Well, I think we, we've kind of seen an acceleration with the pandemic, right, of uh, companies really trying to move to the digital world and creating a digital transformation so that they can take advantage of all of the uh, innovations that the cloud providers have have created um, and and being able to interoperate their workloads. And so, I think you know the way that I see it, um, you know, edge computing is huge. That's a really important trend for Los Angeles, uh, as I mentioned, with real time applications and a user population of over 10 million. I think we're going to continue to see latency becoming a critical factor in application performance, and we're going to see. A growing trend in hybrid cloud architectures as the major cloud providers continue to innovate and offer more robust service offerings. I think we'll also expect to see enterprises shift from an on-premise data center to an outsourced cloud co-location solution. And that's really to support cloud adjacency for workloads that they need to transfer between their own infrastructure and the cloud. Um, Data Mm -hmm. analytics is a great example of this, you know, where enterprises are looking to take advantage of the benefits of data analytic platforms, but the sheer size of the data set can't tolerate latency. So the closer they are, the, you know, the, the better the solution and the better the offering. So I think those are some some trends that I'm seeing that will continue to be really critical for, for uh, the data center industry.
0: And I know Coresight has, you know, spent, you know, time and effort in pouring back into the industry, you know, with different groups that uh, team members or employees are involved in. I know that you are personally involved in, in Infrastructure Masons. And uh, I'd love to just hear, um, you know, your background. Like, why is that important to you? And, uh, and what are some of the exciting things that, that you're seeing core side and Infrastructure Masons do uh, to keep, uh, you know, the light on this industry and how to get other people involved?
1: You know, it's funny. Um, we've I think we've always been saying that the data center industry has traditionally been behind the scenes, right? And, and we're kind of the support uh, uh, behind the customer. And I, I think um, network connectivity is in the same boat, right? Between connectivity and the data centers, we're kind of you know in the background trying to help um, help things run. Uh, but the pandemic really kind of created this huge visibility. With the world. Um, so now people actually understand, you know, when you think about, um, you know, all the things that we do in managing our lives with work and health and education and essential needs, technology has stepped in to support every aspect of these changes. And the data center is a critical component of powering that technology. Um, you know, I've seen from helping support online collaboration tools that are defining our new way of working and learning remotely to supporting the research of genome sequencing to solve world hunger. I love how I have the opportunity and Corsight has the opportunity to help our customers as they solve these challenges and innovate to build a new normal. Um, When it comes to iMasons, you know, it's such an incredible organization of people that have been in this industry that have developed an expertise, that want to come together, collaborate on how we can improve the, the things that we're doing today, and how they can give back some of their expertise to the next generation of talent. So, you know, what we're trying to accomplish is just one, raise awareness, right? Make sure that there's, that, that young talent out there can stumble in, not actually stumble into the data center industry or technology like I did. I was originally going to be going to law school and then somehow stumbled into Oracle uh, through a family friend. But um, we want to make it easier to find the data center industry. Um, we're, we're wanting to develop more scholarships and uh, educational programs within the universities themselves that give you kind of a direct career path into digital infrastructure um, and data centers. And, you know, Coresight has done that um, with um, one of our, uh, so on our DCO team, um, we actually support a, a new um, program that was uh, built in the Northern Virginia Community College uh, that kind of helps to create um, a, you know, kind of a, a, a degree in data centers and we support that initiative. And iMasons has created several uh, across the globe with, um, with additional scholarships and programs. So we're really trying to create more awareness, to bring more talent into the industry, and then also just to be able to collaborate on things that are important to our industry. And uh, I'm excited to be a part of that and to really kind of help shape what that can look like for future generations.
0: Yeah, well, it's such an important part of of what we do in making sure that we're continuing to help, uh, you know, highlight the pathway to to being involved in digital infrastructure, uh, and it is such an important part of of the future of this space to make sure that we have people that are continuing to join and understand the opportunities here because it certainly isn't going away, uh, and and certainly seems to be be growing. So, I just want to give you one last moment to to communicate. You know, what makes you most excited to be in this market as you think about the next five, 10 years of growth in the space? Why do you get excited?
1: Um, I in general, I'm just, I'm excited about the same thing. The markets that we're in, the, the customers that we get to work with, you know, just being a part of what they're trying to solve and being a part of, um, you know, kind of helping them to build their business and to. Find ways to to make them, uh, give them a competitive edge. I mean, that's really what makes this such a wonderful um, industry to be in is because you really get to, even though you're behind the scenes, you really get to make a difference with what your customers are trying to accomplish. And I've been really blessed to work with some of the most incredible companies and see the Innovations and the, the success that they've had, and feeling like you know we were a part of that and we helped them you know achieve their objectives. So it's it's exciting. Um, you know, there's just so much data pouring into the world with AI and machine learning and data analytics that uh, data centers aren't going anywhere. <laughs> we're going to continue to grow and scale and uh, and just continue to try to add capacity as fast as we can to support our customers.
0: Well, Miley, thanks so much for jumping on, talking to us about your, your background and where you see the industry going. It's really exciting what's going on in LA, and I know it will continue to, to grow there. So, thank you again for joining us, and we look forward to seeing CoreSight uh, grow in the future.
1: Thank you so much, David, for having me. It was great talking to you today.